0: Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Star Wars Sessions podcast. podcast oh, that he loves a good Star Wars Sessions.
1: Absolute legends
0: of Star Wars Sessions.
1: This is the way, this is
0: the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is what the fun against...
1: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars? Hmm. Stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon. He's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there. He's the man
0: in black today. It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How are you, sir? Oi, oi, Savaloy. Yes, mate, not too bad, not too bad. It's a wee bit cooler this week here in Here in old Blighty, uh, which Mm. has made, you know, being able to absorb all this content, uh, Star Wars content, a wee bit easier. Um, Yeah, mate, buzzing, buzzing. I've had a nice little weekend, but I want to ask how on... I want to know what you've been doing, mate. Well, was up London with uh, family yesterday Mm, for a cheeky little family day. I saw a stall in Borough Market called (laughs) the Spice Mountain. Did you know? And I couldn't help but think of Matty Boy. And I thought, (laughs) oi, oi. He likes a bit of the old spice, and he's a bit of a mountain. So a either that, or he's calling other people mountain all the time. I don't know, but um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the crack, mate. That's pretty much the crack. What about you? What, what? How have you been? Have you been up to anything Star Warsy? Do you know what? No. Not
1: really. I've actually been under the weather. But, that, but to be fair, that's even that's a bit of an mm. exaggeration. I've, I've had a sore throat for the last few days. Much better now, though. So I worked from home Friday, and I was off Monday. So I spent the whole weekend, bro, just watching, feel, catching up on 2022 rewatches because I've been slacking. So I watched about tw- 19 or 20 films. What? Over the course of about four or five days. What? So I'm done now for my uh, catch up. It's OCD, mate. At the end of the year, if I want if I want to talk about like the best films or best performances, I can't sit there and think, "Oh, wow, well, there was two that I didn't watch, which might factor into this." I got to, I don't watch every single film that ever comes out, but there's a few I think. Well, I better watch that just in case. And some of the ones I watched were were cack, but uh, <laughs> some of them were great. So I have basically just been <sighs> drinking tea, that- watching films, chilling out, and. Having a good time doing it, I'll say that. It's quite nice to just sit down and catch up on something I enjoy. But yeah, this weekend's going to be non-film
0: related. Yes. I, I'm not surprised. I, I, t- I, t- I mean, that is impressive, mate. That is really, really impressive. I don't know if I could do that. But listen, I did do something quite Star Wars-y today that I forgot about. I went oh, to Cheeky on. Nerd Base, didn't I? Yes. Picked up, I picked up um, some Power of the Force figures. I Obs- should do. I got a Obs- week way. You know, who doesn't love a weak weight? <laughs> and I got what a Forlom. Forlom, Power of the yep. Force. Oh, and I got, there is a new Mandalorian comic, isn't there? Like, Yes, it's covering season one, I think. That's right. And there was, I, I spotted it in the comic book se- section at Nerdbase. And there was this beautiful variant art. And oh. it is it is just a still from the show when Mando's walking along like the ice planet at the beginning. Yeah. And I, I, I just, it was one of those where I looked at it and I was like, ah. Uh, you're coming home with me. Yeah. Get you pulled. Like, I, I, I just couldn't help but think, man, imagine that in a frame. That would look amazing. Some of those variant so- covers are stunning, aren't they? They're great. They're really, really great. But um, no, that's that's as Star Wars-y as we've been getting, which is pre Star Wars-y, you know? like very Star wars i don't I'm don't just in my, my brains now, mate. I don't think I've
1: done anything Star Wars. I'm desperate to try and even make something up, but I don't think I can, mate,
0: other than uh, thinking about what we're going to be talking about this week. But otherwise, I don't think I have, mate. I've been stuttering all over the place this intro, and I don't know why. Maybe I'm... Maybe, maybe Aralie's given me a few biryos. Aralie! Spice Mountain. It? While I, I did have a nap earlier. I did I have a nap. Same here. Same here. Yeah. I had a nap about an
1: hour ago and almost overslept. So I got back from work and I was absolutely knackered. I was like, I've got to yeah. be on peak performance for the for sessions. The pod, I, can't for the have, I can't have Luke, you know, having to carry the show because of my. Uh, knackeredness. So I had a little cheeky little nap. I've got a, a lemonade with me now, diet lemonade, and oh. uh, I'm ready to crack on with the show, mate. But um I guess one thing Star Wars I have done in the last few days, mate, is I've dropped my Patreon show, my Jibber Jabber with Jabber the Hutt. That is being dropped on Patreon, mate. I have been talking about the Beth Revis excerpt for the Princess and the Scoundrel, you know the book set on the Halcyon Star Cruiser. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. I went through it, I read the excerpts, um kind of went through it what I think about it. And actually, the excerpt's really good. Whether the book's going to be, mm. I don't know. But the excerpt has got really nothing to do with the Star Cruiser. So I uh, dropped a half an hour or so jibber jabber this week on Patreon, mate. And, and I know you've got something
0: exciting lined up for yours too. Yeah, for the journal of Luke Bly Walker, I've got Nada McTari and oh, wow. Venture Pictures oh. coming on to the show. And Come we're on. chatting about like the, we're chatting about the poster. We're talking about like Star Wars, our art, artwork in Star Wars, but also the poster that they, they designed for our super oh, Star Wars event that's happening. On Saturday, the twenty-seventh of August. And that's a beautiful segue. Um, for that, guys, um, look out for that on Patreon. That is a really, really fun chat with Nada and James. Um, but Super Star Wars night, Saturday, Mm. 27th of August. Guys, there's only a few tickets left. Like, we're talking like a handful of tickets left. We have Luke Summerfield officially coming in from (laughs) Wales. Yes. Yeah. Which is kind of a big deal. You know even, was- even, even more impressive. Okay, well, because we got some people. I think coming down from Scotland, from the south coast. No, 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 no. Sorry, guys, We're flying in from Malta, Austria. Eve, sorry, mate. We're, you know, someone's already done. got your beat. Jimmy the Tank Adams is flying in from Kansas. <laughs> for a few days he's staying in he's staying in the uk for a few days literally just for the super star wars night i mean boy, come Um,
1: on that we've we've gone international now that is a an amazing effort you know getting to meet the tank is going to be uh superb anyway but being able to do it surrounded by so many old and new listeners and fans of the show and star wars in general mate i think it's going to put the super in the Super Star Wars Now, I'm very, very excited, mate. Just to get to, just to get to hang out more than anything. Yeah. Watching the film yeah. is going to be filth. Having a few beerios would be even better. Um, obviously having a quick little live pod with my man is going to be even better, even better. But yeah. mate, I'm just looking forward to hanging around with people and seeing kind of the oh. effort you know people have put in. Whether they're coming from Essex, Kent, London, or Kansas, is it's really cool. It's really touching, and I can't wait to. Uh, hopefully give everyone a really good fun night, which they can take away with them and uh, come back for when we do the next one.
0: Yes, absolutely. mate. absolutely. It's going to be sick. So Jimmy, you've set the standard pretty high, mate. (laughs) You've set the standard pretty high. So thank you so much. Everyone who's managed to book a ticket. Like I said, if you're still thinking of coming, make that decision ASAP because like we can count on one hand, how many tickets are left. We yeah. are looking at filling this venue, okay? So <laughs> there we go, guys. Mate. There we go. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Mate, boy, what else is happening in the galaxies? or any other gossip?
1: Um, do you know what, mate? I don't think there's any gossip coming out of Sessions HQ, but there's plenty of gossip coming from the galaxy far, far away. And I can hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi in the distance, which you and I, mate, we know only means one thing.
0: It must mean, mate. It's a Galactic News Round! According to Bespin Bulletin, Star Wars Jedi Survivor has been slated for a March 2023 release.
1: It's official, Amanda Stenberg will be joining the cast of The Acolytes in an as-yet-unknown role.
0: And a new poster and footage has been released for Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation ahead of its August 5th release on Disney Plus.
1: Hi, this is Christopher Sean, Kazuta Ziono in Star Wars Resistance, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. My man, in the last few weeks, months, we've been focusing so much on Disney Plus that word is getting used so much it's starting to annoy me. Disney Plus this, Disney Plus that. Why? Because streaming is taken over the Star Wars world. Kathleen Kennedy and uh, Bob Iger, now Bob Chapek, have both said Disney Plus is the way forward for Star Wars. It's been it's nearly three years since the rise of Skywalker debuted at cinemas I'm just trying to get that through my head because it doesn't feel like that long ago I know we've had um, a pandemic in between that but Disney Plus is the way Mm. forward for Star Wars but Star Wars mate was built in the cinema as we know Back back in the old days back in the 70s there were no streaming series there were no Star Wars TV series it was just the films we'd have a few years in between to get excited and then we'd have another one then we'd have a 10 year gap and we'd be back again now we're getting content coming out of our ears which isn't a bad thing but seemingly none of it on the big screen so we thought this week we'd have a look at just what is going on mate it was the state of star wars in
0: cinema yeah we 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 figured that like basically what's going on <laughs> what's what's going on what up to, what's the length I think one of the things that I was saying to you is, man, there's been a lot of announcements or a lot of like rumors, a lot of speculation, all of these different projects, and I. Don't think we would we've correlated it and i don't think many people have correlated it no one's just sat down and gone this is everything that's in development or this is everything that's been rumored or speculated about so on and so forth um mate i'm excited to sit down and talk about these and in in, in particular this first one in particular this first one mm-hmm. um announced on may 4th 2020 the untitled taika waititi film directed by Taika Waititi written mm-hmm. by Waititi and Christy Wilson Kahn's uh yeah. known for 1917 last night in Soho I just had some bao buns in Soho yesterday were they so- nice they were really good they were good. really good where, where was it from like the Bows Bowsey uh inn bausel Bowsel inn it's in bao- so it's in Soho it's really bao good buns in the bao in inn yeah something did like i get that. that right i think so yeah so they're known they're known for their bows. i do like their a bow for their bows and their mouths as well because they had <laughs> chairman Mao <laughs> posters everywhere so there, there you are. go if you're in london yeah head to soho head to some uh bow in or whatever it's bow called Bow's in come for the bow. Buns. stay for the mouth. Yeah, that's it. So, but like, Soho, mate, Soho, so good. So lovely place. Good. Let's get it. Let's get it out so early. So good. Here he is. Thank you, Dandelorian. We love it. <laughs> Untitled Taika film. Um, dude, I went and saw last week. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. With yes, you this did. Epi- with this episode in mind. With this episode in mind, because I wanted to, you know, see Taika's latest film. Yep. Now he directed uh, Love and Thunder, Marvel's Love and Thunder, um, and he also co-wrote it. So it's a similar s- situation to what we got going on here with apparently Taika Waititi's film. Before yes. we uh, before we jump into anything else, mate, you know, maybe it's a bit too much of a vague question, but this was announced in May 2020. How are you mm-hmm. feeling about this project right now? I
1: mean, that's the million dollar question that we can bounce off of each other for every single one of the uh, announced or reported projects. But it's been two years now since this film was announced, confirmed uh, by Star Wars themselves. It's not um, hearsay. How am I... (sighs) I like Taika Waititi <laughs> as a director, and yeah. I've—I mean, I—I I don't know what you're going to say about Thor Four. I think I—I I think I know what you think about the film, but in terms of—I've seen people. I think I've said this too. I've seen people online saying that you know, I've—I've oh, I've just watched Thor Four, and you know, Taika's awful. He's, he doesn't—he doesn't get it. He can't write a Star Wars film. To that, I, I think you know, I think people hold Star Wars up with a bit too much reverence in terms of what they expect from a Star Wars film. It's not going to be the most serious um, thespian act you're ever going to see. Star Wars is a space opera. It's meant to have some fun in it. He did the uh, Mandalorian episodes, which for all intents and purposes, most people seem to really like. So mm-hmm. I've got no problem at all with the issue of Tyker doing this film. I, I, I think he's pretty much nailed all of the films he's done. I've, I've really enjoyed them from way back from the Hunt for the Wilder People to now. He gets it. He knows how to do fun. He knows how to do emotion. He knows how to do drama. Marvel films are going to generally call for a bit more goofiness than drama. The balance is skewed somewhat. So Mm -hmm. having seen Thor, I watched Thor and thought it was okay. Entertaining enough, but it was fine. It was a bit messy. It was okay. But it hasn't put me off this film, though, dude. I'm very intrigued by this, mainly because of what Tyke has been saying. He wants to shake it up a little bit. We're moving away from the Skywalker saga, and he wants to do something new and fresh. That's what excites me the most, and and I believe him when he says that. And the reason being, we need that. We in yeah. Star Wars, we need something new and fresh. We can only have the same yeah. familiar beats or familiar era for so long before you know it starts to get a bit stale. So two two years have passed, mate. I'm excited enough for this film. I think there are other potential films in this list or projects which I'm, I'd anticipate more, but you know I've got no reason to doubt Taika. So you've just seen Love and Thunder, Thor four, Taika's latest effort. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking then, mate? Does that bear any uh, consequence for your excitement for the Taika project, or you know you're just not excited at all? No,
0: quite, quite honestly, quite honestly. Um, again, I don't know what's wrong with my speech today. I'm like slurring all over. <laughs> right. <laughs> Quite honestly, um, you know, it did a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I, I saw enough. I saw Thor and I thought it was a mess, mate. I thought it was a this- real, real mess, you know, for, um, y- you know, this isn't just another Marvel film, although it can certainly feel like that with the kind of mass produced, uh empire that marvel has kind of established and Mm -hmm. that kind of goes hand in hand with the comic book kind of style of storytelling anyway but um i don't know man i i I thought actually the film started pretty good but by Mm -hmm. the end you're kind of like what is like what is this what's (laughs) going on like it's good moments uh, throughout but it wasn't right. cohesive enough for me. I thought it was pretty weak and this is Thor. This is Thor. This is uh one of the the, the main guys one of the only remaining uh, original Avengers. OG, yeah. And um you know I, I I understand. Don't give me don't don't get it twisted. I understand why people might love this film because there are things to love in this film. But I thought the direction was a mess. Mhm. It was a mess. You know, I didn't really get what the film was trying to tell. You know, I was trying to make a few points all at once and didn't quite land any of them. You know, and I, like, I'm i not the film critic here, Matty Boy. You are. And I've been I, – I have a not a rocky relationship with Marvel, but I do <clears> have kind of um, – I'm more critical of Marvel, and I don't like the comparisons between Star Wars and Marvel. And I don't like how sometimes even certain parent companies treat – star wars like it's marvel Mm -hmm. it is not it's completely different needs to be treated completely different and um i don't know man i don't know uh this this film did make me think okay i'm not sure about this
1: what about jojo rabbit
0: because i know you're a fan of that oh now see this is where this is what gets confusing (laughs) right (laughs) Uh. this is what gets confused jojo rabbit I think is a tremendous picture. It is absolutely phenomenal. It is an important piece of cinema, I'd argue, yeah. and it's it, 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 it's 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 one of the best and well thought out comedies. You know, I I, I might have seen in the last decade. Yep. Yeah. you know, it's an important mm-hmm. film. That is, of course, a Taika Waititi film. That's why Matty Boy brings it up. Incredible. So we know. That you know, Tyker can produce these things. You know, he can produce smash hits, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. We know that. We know he's capable of that. I just worry that in kind of this studio atmosphere, um, where you know, w- is he bridging certain things together? Is it just a solo project? You know, what, what, whatever it is you know, could it get a bit too crazy without that kind of anchoring to the Skywalker saga? And I am someone who is adamant that we also, like what you said, Mabel. we need to move away mm-hmm. from the Skywalker saga, right? That's what you said. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's why he's brought on Christy Wilson Cairns to balance out his chaos. Christy Wilson Cairns, okay. the films you mentioned, 1917 and the la- and Last Night in Soho. 1917, very good film. Last night in Soho. I love Edgar Wright, but I didn't like that film. I think again that was a bit messy and a lot of that was to do with the screenplay, but she has just finished writing a film called The Good Nurse, which I'm very uh, much looking forward to. So uh, I, I apparently he she was brought on board so he so to kind of blunt the edges somewhat to take out some of the potential manic energy and you know just bring things down to the galactic level a bit more, which I think is a very sensible thing to do, but the key issue with having taika on board is he's a man in demand check this he's due to direct a film called next girl wins which comes out next year he's slated to direct akira a what we do in a Shadow sequel uh, the a film called the incal two animated series for netflix all about uh, charlie and the Chocolate factory uh, a series for showtime called auteur the flash gordon film yeah, my and of word. course like, any kind of voice acting he might do as well. I saw Buzz, the Buzz Lightyear film the other day, Lightyear. He's in that. Uh, of course, he's in, uh, he's Korg in Thor 4. So he kind of pops up everywhere. So he's a man in demand and he's a busy, busy man. Now, you'd hope that given that this announcement was two years ago, there would be something in place to say, right, You've done. now you've done Thor, now you'd write your Star Wars film and then we do everything else. But the word on the bird is that, he hasn't got the story still for the Star Wars film. Now, I guess I get he's been a busy boy. He's had so many films in the last few years to do and to see series, but there's no story there. And it's, this film definitely ain't going to come out in 2023. We're looking at 2024. If this is the first one that comes out, but we don't have a story still. And we've got well, so many projects lined up for Tika.
0: Well, that's what he has joked around about. I think he does have a script. And that's I think what, he's got an outline. I think a few people have said there's a script and they're fil- they're filming in April, right? That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not I'm not coming out and confirming that, but we've heard now from multiple people, yeah, multiple people, no, Pinewood Studios, this is happening. Yeah, um, you, you know, you don't set up and they're setting up for it now. You know, you don't set up stuff like that and and say, yeah, we've got this slot in Pinewood, unless you have somewhat of a script or a yeah. cast even right so i have a feeling a lot of his like star warsy comments uh, over the last few months have been joking around and um because he has got the, and this is the thing some people <laughs> are humor deaf um but yeah. also some some people like yeah, yeah the natalie portman comment was, yeah. was a joke right very uh, very very like, very much so Yeah, you could like tell, and I don't get how. But for for real, like some people don't get that, and 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 I mean this with a lot of heart and a lot of love. But you know, our American brothers and sisters, you know, not always good with sarcasm, right? He has got a very
1: specific sense of humor Taika yeah. his, his yeah. naughty Kiwi-ness doesn't always translate to no. uh, to everyone and that way he's, and then he's made similar jokes in Marvel
0: so it should have should have come as no surprise and now when you write that down and people are retweeting it by the thousands and thousands. Yeah. You know, it it creates a completely different narrative, and that is one of the fundamental problems with something like Twitter. Is that <laughs> yeah. there's no nuance in 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 mm-hmm. the written word, really? Unless you're a good writer, most people on Twitter aren't good writers. No. So, or, you get, or thinkers. <laughs> you get yeah, you you kind of yeah. get like this absolute mess of thought, yeah, and uh, everyone piling yeah, onto something. Yeah, that's that's kind of um, but but Taika seems to me a bit like chaos, you know, and a lot of the best creatives are chaos. <laughs> um, but I'm optimistic about this film. I do like you. I kind of hope it's it's set away from the Skywalker saga. Yeah. but if he's setting something up that is brand new, um, I want him in for the long term. And yep. he's you know I, from what we know, I believe it's just the one film. Yes. And again, I don't know, we, we, you know, when, it, when a dude is that committed, I mean, mate, you just read out. How many projects did you just read out? About, as at least eight there without counting. Oh, my days. I mean, you know, come on. And they're on. not small
1: projects. Like, uh, no. The live-action Akira, come on, that's, that's a huge deal. Um, two animated series, a Showtime series, going to be at least 10 episodes, I imagine maybe Flash Gordon, which is obviously what Star Wars was built upon. Mm-hmm. These aren't mm-hmm. small projects, um, and and that's what we know about. You know, the guy clearly likes signing signing contracts and cashing yeah, in projects, it which and- is fair dues, but I, I don't think Star Wars should be prioritised against, you know, most things because, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's one of the biggest franchises in the world, but now there's so many releases and options available that you don't want to limit yourself but this has been two years now that's all I've said it's been two years I think we need to see some movement on this particular one soon and I think like yeah. you say I think we're going to we've got d23 coming up in the next couple of months maybe we'll hear something about this or some of the other ones as as well mm. but mm. It, I'm I don't I've no issue with Taika Waititi well, to be honest I can't know issue of anyone directing a Star Wars film because it's all about um what they can bring to the screen it's all about the the execution mate oh, so it doesn't yeah. matter who it is So, but oh. Tychus hasn't given me any reason to doubt as of yet matthew was
0: hudson oh. matthew hudson did you just take a drink or not oh no i didn't hold on oh my i don't God. break your own rules mate Flaming i'm breaking heck. cannon here the cannon guy's broken cannon oh i'm well, gonna i flipping i'm gonna carex my hands just from he, the absolute filth he's gonna I saw. clean
1: his hands Flaming of, his, of his mess just... i've just created but mate Tyker has shown has shown no reason why i should doubt him i thought for was a bit janky and a bit messy wasn't mm-hmm, it but mm-hmm. i yes, look at was. hunt for the Wilder people i look at thor ragnarok which i enjoyed a lot i look at jojo rabbit what we do in the shadows his mando episodes I think, know, we're, I think we're in safe hands with him behind the chair.
0: Well, with the Mando episodes, what I was going to say is that you're kind of, you know, he's he's still being being led by Favro and Feloni. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's kind of been anchored by those guys. So I really hope, and we've discussed it previously, Dave Feloni has that new role. You know, I really hope yeah. someone like Feloni can tie this all together and can 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 like anchor that craziness a little bit because we need a little bit of crazy and like i said i i i i I feel like i'm optimistic about this whereas beforehand i was really sold on the tiger Mm -hmm. project now i'm just optimistic right it has been pegged down a level and i think actually that might be a healthy thing you know we can't just go into this go yeah yeah this is going to be no 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 let's let's wait and see let's wait and see um yeah i'm i'm excited mate it was announced may 4th 2020 from what we have heard from a few people, they're filming in Pinewood, mm-hmm. April next year. Let's see, twenty twenty four release, May twenty twenty four release, oh. possibly maybe December twenty twenty four. Let's see, but then again, that's when Avatar comes out, doesn't it? Or unless they're going to bump
1: that, it all depends on how well The Way of Water does when it comes out at the end of this year. Mm. Yeah, we're looking at potentially twenty twenty four release for that. How about this one, then, my friend? This mm-hmm. one actually has a title has a director and it did have a release date rogue squadron uh obviously directed by patty jenkins uh, she was going to write it alongside matthew robinson who was behind dora and the lost city of gold and the invention of lying this was announced on december the 10th 2020 so what's that seven months after tyker's film we had the announcement and that admittedly very cool video of patty jenkins herself announcing this film and she was coming off of the success of wonder woman. And then Wonder woman 84 came out, which she directed and wrote. And it uh, was, wasn't even fine. It was, it wasn't that very was bad. Good. Again, not even Pedro was... Pascal could save that film. Um, but the, yeah, yeah, this film was due to come out this year, uh, this year or next year. Sorry. And it's been, it's been bumped originally because of scheduling difficulties. They've now changed that. Patty's pa- still directing wonder woman three. She's now producing her Cleopatra film with Gal Gadot, Rogue Squadron, mate. What do you think? And a lot of people are now th- saying I don't want this film anymore because of how good Top Gun Maverick was this year, which is basically Rogue Squadron. Um, what do you think about this one then, Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron? It's, it was announced. We saw a little teaser trailer for it. We saw Patty's enthusiasm, but it's been bumped. You know, what are your thoughts on this? Are we ever going to see it? You know, uh huh.
0: I've desperately. I I I've right when I've desperately wanted to see the new Top Gun. Um and I've just not had time to do it. I I you know, I could have saw it. Saw Thor instead. And I'm 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 kinda glad I saw Thor because I wanted to even even with it kind of sucking, just I you know, context, I, I yeah. or any not sucking, that might be a bit too much of a harsh word for it, but you know, I wanted to see that. I was intrigued by mm-hmm. it. Um yeah, yeah. Top Gun I've heard is outstanding. It was my second
1: best film of the year until the other day when I watched another another one. But now it's it's my third favorite film of the year. It's wow. it's, just, it's fantastic. It's it's what a blockbuster should be, mate. Um, hear me out. I'm not alone in that. Yeah.
0: He, hear me out. Hear me out. Because I've heard a few people, you know, online talk about Rogue Squadron since Top Gun came out, and they've said, yep. "Oh man, if if Rogue Squadron can be anything like this, then we're in for a great time." Now listen, we've just had Top Gun, which sets the bar up here, yeah, like maybe one of the best pop culture films in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And you're saying, right, let's make hopefully a Star Wars film can be similar to that. Do you think it can? Honestly, you, can it be better? Can it be better than that with with that lineup, right? And I'm again, maybe I'm being critical with Patty Jenkins with the guy who wrote Dora and Lost City of Gold <laughs> and the Invention that. of Line? No, no, it's not going to be better. I no. think, yeah, mate, they took down that trailer, the awesome trailer you took, they took it down. That, this thing yeah, of course. ain't happening. It is not no. happening. It's not going to happen. And quite frankly, I'm at that point where I'm glad it's not. And I don't want my first cinematic, the first cinematic experience, cinematic mm-hmm. experience back for Star Wars, Star Wars, you know, I don't think it needs to be a spin-off film. I don't think it needs no. to be an anthology film. Mm-hmm. Let's go for something new, right? Let's now start creating the next chapter. Rogue Squadron is not that. It's not that. No, I'm may. I'll be honest with you. I'm glad this ain't happening right now. I'm really yeah, glad, it's, and it's um, been I'm shelved. Yeah. I, yeah it's been shelved whatever the hell that means it's not happening it's not happening and i don't want it to happen now i'm at that point where i'm like nah that's just take it mate we've had top gun we've had top gun and it was phenomenal according to you according to many people right so what you know what do you do now i'm i'm with you on that in i i want the
1: film but I don't know if it's the right film to kick off what's going to be the first mm-hmm. new film in probably half a decade, if not longer, by the time I actually get one of the new films. I think you're right. I think it needs to be something that kicks off a new era. Not, ne- not necessarily a trilogy or a saga, but something which is entrenched in a new timeline, which I can build off of. Rogue Squadron sounds fun, but it's not going to be better than Top Gun Maverick. You know, Top Gun Maverick is you know that that's that's aiming for a best picture next year, and I know awards don't mean everything to everyone, but you know for Top Gun to even be, be in the picture for best mm-hmm. picture, no pun mm-hmm. intended, is mm-hmm. unbelievable. Obviously, that's got the nostalgia to build off of, but so Star Wars they do that very well. But it's about what Top Gun Maverick did well without giving a a review of the film. Is it understood its characters? It understood the motivations, the behaviours of them. And it 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 trusted its audience. You know, it it didn't talk down to its audience. It knew what it was. It was a big blockbuster popcorn film, but it didn't condescend its audience. It gave us great characters, great moments. It didn't hang its hat totally on nostalgia either. It was few and far between, but when we got them, it worked. Mm. Rogue Squadron has Mm. to do that. Uh, almost and more because it is star yeah, Wars. of course it does and, and all of these films have that uh horseshoe around the neck that
2: yeah, yeah. because
1: it's star wars and i think mm. every film we go through we may even have to ask the question is it going to be made rogue squadron will be made i just don't know when and uh the guy who wrote it he also wrote a film called love and monsters which i had a lot of fun with last year um starred uh jessica henwick who was almost ray uh, daisy ridley beat her out to it but I, I've I've always been excited about the idea of Rogue Squadron, like fight mm-hmm. ace pilots in space, similar to what Resistance was. But obviously, this will be more in space and more battle focused, I imagine. Yeah. But I think Lucasfilm are also very aware that Top Gun: Mavericks is, has grossed over 1.2 billion and rising is a critical darling, and they've got to beat that. I think the, I think the best thing to do would be to push Rogue Squadron back, throw Tucker's film in there first with a new era. And then, and then see what see what happens from there. It's all about the planning, mate, which is something Lucasfilm haven't been great at. And we spoke off there as well. We might as well mm-hmm. throw it in now. We mentioned Marvel. San Diego comic Con's has just been... Uh, right. I was slightly scared by the amount of Marvel releases there were uh, yeah, in terms of fatigue and that. There is, right. uh, I don't know how many, like, at least 14, 15 confirmed Marvel releases on Disney and cinema. But, but the, the thing that got me, though... Is I did not doubt, and I do not doubt that any of those will be delayed or cancelled. They will come out on the date because that's how Feige and Marvel do it. They can they can have a roadmap to 2025, and I believe every single one of those will be released. Now, hey, look, mate, there might be issues behind the scenes that we never hear about, but I'm I'm willing to almost guarantee everything they'll be released and released on time. We need that confidence from Lucasfilm. We need that. And yeah, we do. With Rogue Squadron was announced, cool video. Video's been taken down, scheduling problems. Rogue Squadron's been pushed back. Tiger's film was, you know, we, we've heard different things about when it's going to be released and what state of production it's in. We need the confidence back, my friends. So whatever they yeah, put do. out next has to instill confidence. If they're going to say it's coming out, it's got to do it. And it's also. Sorry, guys, but it has to be a hit. Not just because it's Star
0: Wars, but it needs to be a hit to get that confidence back. And I think that's where maybe some of the fandom is a bit frustrated. You know, you've got Marvel on one hand, again, that's like slapping out this huge timeline with you know whatever you set up, fifteen, twenty projects.
2: Mm-hmm. That's and just you know for some,
0: you know, riot and and for some people, that is you know, tremendous. That's them sorted for the next few years. <laughs> yeah. um, but for 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 some other people, including Marvel fans, you know, they're looking at it and they're going, hmm, that's a lot. That's a it, lot. It is. It you is. Know? And
1: I'd say the same of it with Star Wars. I, I I honestly would.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I don't want Star Wars to go down that route, you know. Uh, and uh, I think there is that, you, you know, um, temptation to do that. You know, it's a slippery slope. They got to... You know, keep paying their employees. They've got to keep earning money. Keep earning money for the parent company mm-hmm. and keep paying those
1: visual effects artists.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my words! You know, um, it's really difficult, mate. It is really, really difficult. And uh, yeah, my man. Um, in comparison, though, you know, a timeline with a trilogy and a couple series, you know. I don't think that's unreasonable. I don't think it is either. If you get the right creators on board, you
1: tie them down to their contract and, you know, we will we'll sign you up for this contract. We need this film to be at this date. And I know they did that with the Force Awakens and JJ managed to fight to get it pushed back, but I think they need that. They need to say we're going to have a film out in 2024, 26 and 28. It's going to be part of the 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 Luke Bly Walker trilogy or whatever. Oh, yeah. And and they and they stick to it. But it comes down to planning. And that is all it is. It sounds simple to, to you and I and probably to most of our listeners. We're good at planning. You know, we say we'll do something, we'll, we'll do it. I know we're not p- producing a $250 million film. But at the end of the day, as long as you've got your eggs in a basket and your plan yeah, that's is correct, you're planning correct, then you're halfway to victory. I just don't understand how it can be so messy all of the time. And, you know, Rogue Squadron is almost like the poster boy for the kind of Lucasfilm as a whole in recent years where it, it, it's all about the announcement and all about the bizarre surrounding it, but when it comes down to it, it, it's a mess. I mean Kenobi was the same. Obi Wan was, was the same. It that, that well, went through varying levels of production and uh, mediums and formats before we finally got it.
0: One um example of this recently Gina Carano spoke to someone about something, I think about a new film. And oh, yeah. uh, she she was mentioning how rangers of the new republic was a show centered around her which we kind of knew and even with mando season two toward the end of mando season two it makes that kind of obvious that that's what it is you know she gets kind of the sheriff badge like a ranger Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty obvious that's what they were setting up um she comes out and says yeah we got the title the image was released at the investors day. as we know um no script Mm-hmm. no scripts or anything now it could be that that's not true it could be that the and dave had uh or Filoni and favreau had at least an idea or concepts and i believe them i you know if they were to come out and say i would genuinely believe them um at the moment anyway and <laughs> uh but <laughs> but i thought well yeah that's typical isn't it you know that's typical and even with this marvel stuff you know you can't tell me they got a script for all of those. They might have a rough plan on how it yeah. all kind of comes together, and it's kind of that idea of hey, look, if this you can do whatever with this film, but as long as it does this, this, and this, then you're mm-hmm. good. You have some relative flexibility. I believe that. But maybe boy, I mentioned earlier trilogies. You know, I, that's what I want. You know, I, and I think mm-hmm. even Kathy has come out and said we're not necessarily doing trilogies you know we're not necessarily we're coming out and focusing on a on a a series of films instead i I like the trilogy format i think it suits star wars you know if it's good enough for star wars it's good enough for new star wars if it's good enough for lord of the rings it's good Mm. enough for new star wars right um and i think it's just that magic number right three is a magic number it is Um, the magic number ryan johnson had a trilogy given to him apparently In November, 9th of November, 2017. I think I remember you and I talking about that, man. This was before The Last Jedi was released. This was before our podcast, bro. Like, this is when we were meeting up at the coffee shop and chatting. Just chatting Star Wars. And I remember, I was like, oh, yeah. Because I think I specifically remember thinking, oh, man, Last Jedi must be really good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They got a guy who who created a film that, you know, yes, was divisive, okay, with what Ryan was handed by J.J. Abrams, you know, Luke Mm -hmm. Skywalker secluded on an island and blah, 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 you know, and the humour, yeah, it's not my favourite. It's not my favourite. And yet, when I watch Knives Out, you know, incredible looper i watched looper for the first time a couple months ago i told you didn't i mate? i was like man what a film what a film you know if this dude had a trilogy they got a guy in hollywood who's actually down to do a trilogy that Mm -hmm. seems unusual and i I, I, this out of all the projects here my man because we we got we got a handful more to talk about, yeah, yeah. you know, not a lot of information on him, but we've got a handful more to talk about. Um, Ryan Johnson doing a trilogy. This dude can write. You know, you might have opinions on him, you might have opinions on The Last Jedi. I got opinions on The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. This guy can write. He can write. He can he can come up with a, an original concept and Matty Boy, he can execute them very, very well. Matty Boy was drinking when I said that, so I preempted that, my man. I preempted it. That's it. <laughs> but, um, look, this <laughs> yeah. was announced a long time ago. And I think the latest yeah. on this is that it's on like the back burner. Is that right? Like Lucas from said, that's on the back burner, something like yeah, that. Yeah, they haven't come out and said it's
1: canceled. So for the purpose of this episode, I guess we've got to go along with that. It, they've said it's still going. So it's still going ahead. And five years nearly, man, it's nearly five years since this was announced. And, it's, you know, Ryan is doing a trilogy. It's just a Knives Out trilogy. He's got Glass Onion coming out in November, which I'm very excited for. He's uh, writing and directing a series for Peacock, which is called Poker Face. It's 10 episodes. And then, of course, he's signed up to do the, the, the third Knives Out film for Netflix as well. That's his contract. And that doesn't mean he can. He's not going to be able to work on Star Wars because, you know, look at Taika Waititi. He's got every product under the sun and still manages to get them out there. So um, this is the one that I hold out hope for the most. This is the one I want. I've said it all along because I'm going to put my film hat on now. Anyone who says Ryan Johnson is a bad director either needs to watch more movies or just stop watching movies because the dude can direct the Duke and Wright, like Luke said, going back to to Brick through the Brothers Bloom to Looper to the Last Jedi and Nice Out. The Duke gets better and better and better, and he started off at a really strong place with Brick in the mid-noughties. You know, he's very, very capable. And take away the shackles of the Skywalker saga, I think Ryan Johnson could give us an incredibly interesting, intricate, mm-hmm. well-written trilogy now of course the million dollar question though is it's been five years it's on the shelf if this does go into production let's face it they probably wouldn't come out until 2027 10 years after the announcement a uh, 2027 is a is an estimate based on assuming tyker's film and rogue squadron come out first 10 years my man the question for you my friend is Will this get made? And secondly, you know, is this one that you would be excited for now that you've kind of checked out some of his other works?
0: Yes. Yes. I think mm-hmm. my number one reason for being excited about a project like this is that you've got the longevity in it. You've got yes. someone who's dedicated to a, to a project, you know, not one film, a project, a season. You know, it's a bit like a football club yeah you've got caretaker <laughs> yeah. managers who come in or a sports club yeah like you've got caretaker managers come in do their little bit for you know like a couple like mm-hmm. year yeah yeah they're not in they're not invested in the long term then you've got project managers managers who are, they're brought in and they're here for the long term right and you get rid of the, rid of them only if you really need to only yeah. if you really really need to um I think that Ryan Johnson again you know, he's not perfect. Uh, the Last Jedi, in my opinion, is not perfect. No, um, no. I do think, in terms of mythology, I do think, in terms of spirituality, originality, uh, the Last Jedi brings a lot to the table, a great deal to the table, um, more than I think people give it give it credit for. Um, and I agree. you know, if if you were to give someone like Ryan. A, a fresh start, like what you are saying, maybe I think we're in for something special. Um, for me, th- like I said, though, the biggest sell- selling point is that we got a guy who's willing to stay with us for a long period yep. of time. And uh, listen, I th- you know, I think that's what we need. I don't know if that's what we're going to get, but I think that is exactly what we need.
1: Lucas um, Lucasfilm scared of backlash or yeah. internet anger yeah. if they yeah. announce this anytime soon do you think
0: yeah do you think do you think not
1: i, I think i think they're very much i think they are I, th- I think they yeah i do think they want to distance themselves which is why the next film that comes out might be a Tiger film or something else where maybe maybe they can cash in on the goodwill that he gives and you know maybe let some of the ryan johnson i mean look i mean come on we're five years out from the last jedi people still can't have a uh, a bug to bear with ryan johnson you know, by the time his film does come out, it will be nearly a decade after. So I think there's any kind of quote-unquote resentment surely should have died down now, but we do know mm. the fandom. But I, mm. do, think, I do think that the, the vitriol put them off massively because we haven't heard a thing about this until no. only a month or two ago when Kathy had that interview with, I think it was Vanity Fair or the Hollywood Reporter, and, sh- and, sh- and she mentioned it, and it was almost like a big deal. It was trending. You know, the trilogy's still going ahead but we don't know when it's on the back burner. That's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. I want it to happen. But
0: whether it does or not, I don't know. She said, uh, in, in the interview, Ryan has been unbelievably busy with knives out and the deal that he made at Netflix for multiple movies. Um, so, and he's got his
1: own studio, uh, T Street, which mm-hmm. produ- which he creates and produces original films alongside his boy Ram Bergman. So he's also yeah uh, the head kind of the de facto kind of head of a of his own independent studio as well. So he's got his he's got his interest in other filmmakers and rearing their careers as well. But I, I think there's room in his schedule for this. I think he'd want to do it as well. I don't think he's going to be put off by the fans. He gets Star Wars. He knows how to write Star Wars. <laughs> But it's where the Lucasfilm now Um, will do it.
0: I'm one of those people that think that maybe he might not be bothered anymore. Yeah, he's got enough
1: success now. Yeah, he's (laughs) fine, but he doesn't need Star Wars now. Yeah,
0: he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. He's probably in a happy place doing his own thing. So there's that. But um, also, equally, it could be kind of a way... uh, Not that he needs it, but a redemption for some people, you know? Some people might think, ah, now this is a return to form. Fair enough. Fair Mm -hmm. play to you, mate. Fair play to you, mate. You know, using the sports analogy again, that happens in sports all the time. Yeah, all the time. So that could happen. Matt, um, I, I hope we hear something on this. Yeah. And the fact that they've not dis- dismissed it, right? There are projects that we're not even going to talk about on this that we know they're dismissed. You know, the Game of Thrones guys dismissed. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we don't need to talk about that. That's done. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's done. Benioff and are gone. Yeah,
1: they're this gone. one would be. This one would be great. Ryan is the one I want. He's the one I want. As okay. Greece once sang, he's the one I want. <laughs> Whether I, I hope it happens, I haven't cancelled it. Greece so once sang. that uh, must Greece. have been a very
0: loud song if the whole country <laughs> was singing that.
1: Everyone everyone right. heard it, everyone's singing. but Well, that's Ryan's one, mate. We've mentioned right. Marvel, and I've mentioned mm-hmm. the name mm-hmm. of Kevin Feige once already, this show. Do you know what? I'm going to mention it again. The untitled Kevin Feige-produced film was announced on September the 25th, 2019. No director attached. Feige's not directing it, he's producing it. Uh, yeah, M- Michael Waldron is attached to write this. He wrote Loki and... The Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange 2.
0: I saw that also, the other day, by the way, he, as well. did. Multiverse I know luke got things to say
1: about that. He also wrote Hills on Stars, which is a wrestling series, and that's gotten an awful lot of good reviews, and it's been commissioned for a second season. And of course, Loki season 2 is coming as well. So, you know, he's got there, you know, Michael Waldron isn't a bad director, uh, sorry, writer by any means, but some of the examples we have, or one of them at least, isn't great so Fe- feige's a big star wars fan mate we know that feige's mm-hmm. first love is star wars he mm-hmm. won't be directing this he is you know one of the great producers of all time now simply because of what he's crafted with marvel mm. now uh, same with anything like you said about fitting star wars into a marvel shaped hole and vice versa any you know, kathy kennedy is one of the greatest producers of all time if not the greatest and she's with star wars and lucas and now that's had its ups and downs. So just because Kevin Feige is involved doesn't mean we are guaranteed success. But I'm not. I can't knock him for his record whatsoever. But so he's apparently going to be producing this film. We don't know really anything about it. But this one's nearly three years in the can since announcement. Loki, mm. I haven't seen. Still, I've seen bits of it. I've seen parts of it, and we saw the panel at MCM last yeah. year. I did see Multiverse of Madness, oh my friend, and um, yeah, man, I. I wasn't a fan of that. I really liked the first Doctor Strange. I didn't really like Multiverse of Madness at all. And I like Sam Raimi as a director. I think he's great. But this film was it, again, this was tonally imbalanced. It was a mess. It was all over the place. And it, it, it took some of the best aspects of something like One Division and sort of flipped them on its head a little bit and made them for me inconsequential and a little bit confusing. Yeah. But is that all, Michael Waldron? Who knows possibly so uh multiverse of madness mate you saw that the kevin feige film as well you know my thoughts on this are it could be great it depends who's attached to direct it but in terms of the writing then you know you've seen loki and multiverse of madness so were you thinking about how this could go in the screenplay department
0: yeah i think um (laughs) Loki, you know, isn't necessarily my favorite. I think there's some ropey stuff in it, but I really appreciate what it does and what it goes for. You know, it goes for something quite big. And I think that's kind of cool. I do think that's kind of cool. And it's one of those where I recognize, hey, you know, that's not my favorite, but I see, I see it. Like I see the beauty. I see, I appreciate it. You know, when you, you know, again, you might see, um, a really like uh, a car that's not for you. You're like, ah, do you know what? That's not for me. I think that's, I hear that, man. whereas your mate goes and buys that car and oh yeah, I love <laughs> this. Blah, blah blah. And you're like, yeah, I see it, but it's not for me. That's kind of like low key. That's <clears> kind of <throat> like low key for me. Multiverse of madness. I'm, I don't have the time. I don't have the time, mate, to sit here and slate that because <laughs> all my days, that, you Know that film and the CG, wow, wow, like that was rough. That was rough, 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 rough. Um, did someone no, let a dog in. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what?
1: Someone, rough, rough, rough.
0: I was like, what's going on here? What did you say just
1: then? It's someone let a dog in. Oh, let someone <laughs> let her talk in.
0: <laughs> come on, Dad come on. I thought you said something else. Okay, yeah. Um, listen, <laughs> I think Kevin Feige is incredibly capable. He's incredibly capable. There's no doubt about it. Um, maybe he has been, and, and let's face it, he is great at connecting up universes. His track record says that. Whether that will happen in the future, you know, I, I don't know. I think for a lot of people it might work. Um maybe he's been brought in because we don't know who the director is for for a while it was Chloe Zhao has been being connected to this project uh, but loads of people have come out and said Nah, that's not happening now which I'm glad about yeah. again Eternals was an absolute mm-hmm. mess didn't like I that I think
1: she's a stunning director but Eternals did her Dirty. And it, mm-hmm. guys, this isn't a Marvel bashing fest. Unfortunately, in Hollywood, you've got about one or two degrees of separation from someone who's appeared, produced, or been in or directed a Marvel film. So this isn't a, we- it isn't us saying Marvel is awful and Star Wars is great. It's just that everyone's no.
0: done a Marvel. It and may, well, and we've got to be honest. We got to be honest with this stuff, you know. And we mm-hmm. we we have to be transparent. You know, that's what we're doing. That's why you guys listen to us, you know. And we pride ourselves on that. You know, we try yeah, to be positive we. and and but not like positive uh, blindly about everything. But you know, we have to critique. We have to critique and yes. we have to give our true thoughts. And that's what we're doing. Listen, mm-hmm. with this project, I'm I'm a little bit like, yeah, all right, that's cool. Maybe if he's been brought in to tie up a lot of stuff, maybe it's the final film in a trilogy maybe it's the final installment maybe hopefully this taika stuff the, the 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 other films we're about to mention they're all connected somehow and maybe kevin's just been brought up to tie some things up because he's not the director on this you know he's just he's the i don't know he's producing he's it. he's producing the it, yeah. on it along with kathy so let's see what happens there um i don't think there's a lot of other information on that to be frank no. um We got two other things here, and I I think we should maybe lump them together because one's been rumored or reported on for for a few years now. The other one has been as recent as March this year. Uh, The first one, Untitled J.D. Dillard film, reported on 21st of February 2020, Um, and also Damon Lindelof, reported this year, March 2022. Um, Both rumored to be doing films. Star Wars films, um, obviously. Um, ah, yeah, bit out of the blue, in it, mate. Um, <laughs> You're like, okay, yeah.
1: who who are these Frank, people? I mean, who are these? it's very, very strange because oh, Star Wars originally with Lucasfilm with, when they took over was just hiring. You know the the hot young things, basically. You know, JJ, Colin Trevorrow, Ryan, Lord and Miller. Everybody gets a Star Wars. The old Oprah meme. Now they're yeah, <laughs> they've kind of stopped doing that, but they haven't. At the same time, these two again, we don't really know anything about them. They've both been reported on. One's a couple of years old, and one's a couple of months old. Uh, the, the JD Dillard, he is uh, probably an unknown quantity to most people. Because he hasn't got the the largest body of work, he generally works with uh, a company called Blumhouse. Usually does sort of short, small, independent horror films. And uh, a-
0: and, and to continue the theme, a small little studio called Marvel. You might have ne- heard I've of. never
1: heard of them, mate. We haven't mentioned them at all. But um, but Dillard mate he he's released two films. One of them was fine, called Slight. Another one was really very good, called Sweetheart. Um, it's got Casey Clemens in; she's great. But he's got a war film coming out uh, in a couple of months called Devotion, which stars Jonathan Majors from Loki, who we saw at MCM and is an absolute king. Yeah, and highlight monster yeah. actor as well, and Glenn yeah. Powell from Top Gun: Mavericks in it as well. So that will give people mm-hmm. more of an uh, idea, maybe, of what we're going to get if we get this Dillard film because he will be directing it. And you mentioned Marvel; it Marvel will be written by Matt Owens, who was the Oh, uh, right. Writer of Luke Cage and Agents of Shield, so I mean, from what I've seen of J.D. Dillard, I think he's very technically adept. I think he's very decent. And Devotion, bigger budget, bigger names will hopefully be a calling card for him to lead into a Star Wars film, mate. Hopefully,
0: maybe. I maybe really hope so. Anyway,
1: yeah, but, um, maybe Damon Is- Lindelof I- as well.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? My boy, we're kind of, Mayboy's like, yeah, we're thinking, because <laughs> it's like, we don't know enough about these guys. We don't know enough about the information on this. It's just that these things were kind of like reported on, and you're like, oh, right, okay, is this yeah. in the works? And, and I, I know his
1: works, but it's whether they can translate to a Star Wars.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's really, it's really difficult to, um, yeah, it's, it's really difficult to kind of give, any solid judgement on these because of mm-hmm. the lack of information on them that's that's yeah, the truth that's right it, yeah. that is that is the truth um i don't know mate i don't know these all just seem a little bit like yeah who wants to work on a star wars film and <laughs> yeah. i you know i don't yeah. want to i don't want to like i don't want to like relegate someone to that i don't want to i don't i don't want to disrespect anyone no, of you course know? but it just it does feel like hey you want to make a Star Wars film? What what have you done? Oh, mate, worked on uh, Sweetheart. All right. Who, what about your mate? Yeah, he wrote Luke Cage. All right. Have a Star Wars <laughs> film. <tag> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. uh, Lindelof may be a wee bit different. You know, Prometheus, Tomorrowland. There's, the
1: you know, they're is, actually screenplays,
0: films, but I find a bit ropey
1: that's my Blurring. big thing of Lindelof he's he yeah. is sensational with a series with the longer form formats of storytelling but his films are the screenplays are, aren't great like Tomorrowland is not a good screenplay Cowboys and Aliens yes it's a daft fun film but you know mm. it is, there are elements in that film which are really good to screenplay is not one of them Prometheus I really like Prometheus but again it, it, it's solid more than anything the last film we did was highly political it's called The Hunts um but he also but he wrote most of lost he wrote the leftovers and Watchmen, which are highly acclaimed streaming series in recent years so it, he kind of would be better maybe for a disney plus show rather than maybe right. a film unless like you've um alluded to unless this is the star or part of a series uh and yep. lindelof is going to be you know contributing a lot to that rather than just one two-hour Film out of the two of them, mate, I would prefer the J.D. Dillard film. Just from what I've seen, I've preferred. Uh, I'm more intrigued by what he can bring. Also, is that kind of element of mystery as well, the unknown. Mm. But Mm. you know, these are both reported, like we said, mate. And the key question for this, these two, and all the other ones are, you know, will they ever, will they ever see the light of day? Can Lucasfilm look past the streaming model? Because the whole point of this show, mate, is the state of Star Wars in cinema and there isn't a state at the minute is there there is there is no state we're in flux we don't know when the next film's coming we don't know who's doing it and you know rebellions were built on hope but star wars was built in the cinema it was built in a theater and i don't want to lose that and mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. you know that how does star how does lucas film mate how do they make star wars a force at the box office when they can't rely on luke skywalker han solo you know anakin scott darth vader how do they do it? You know, wh- what do they have to do?
0: I think they can do it. I think they can do it. And I think that the name alone carries a lot of weight. And I think <laughs> I agree. that actually one of the best things they could have done. Right. Cause I, I, I you know, we're, we're here. We're all a, maybe a wee bit frustrated with the lack of clarity on the films and the state of them and where they are, when they're coming out, so on and so forth. Um, you know, It's worth noting as well, the last ones we mentioned, the Dillard one and the Lindelof films, you know, they're reported. They're not announced. Everything else is announced that we've mentioned tonight. Um, It's easy to be frustrated, mate. It's easy to be frustrated. But I'd rather they'd actually take their time take their time mm. and you know as long as they're like because you know there was for a wee bit i think they were saying yeah well we're, we're taking a break from skywalker saga yeah. uh but don't worry there's a film coming in 2023 you know or whenever it's meant to be 2022 whenever it's meant to be that's yeah. not a big break that's no, back different. to regular programming yeah. <laughs> yeah now now we actually get a break mm-hmm. You know, and as if that means quality, if that means we get quality content over quantity, I'm happy because, you know, I look at that Marvel slate. I look at how many, listen, a lot of those I will watch. Yeah, I I do enjoy watching the MCU. I do enjoy keeping up with it. I'm critical of it, you know, as I think a lot of people are. And as if you love all of it, then fair play, fair play to you. But more power to you marvel isn't something we should aspire to in star wars it should be the other way around yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Star, and it is you know star wars was the first of its kind and it's still seen as that it's still seen as you know the elder in the room um and the 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 industry leader in a great deal of things i think that i miss star wars in the cinema I missed the buzz. I missed the yeah. rumours. Because as much as I'm I'm really looking forward to Andor, mate, I love Andor already. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be sick. And you were a massive reason in convincing me to get more excited for that. Can't wait. It's going to be sick. But then, you know, I think of, hey, look, you know, we got Soka. We got. Acolyte, I know. we got Skeleton Crew, we got Mandalorian seasons. You know, that's a lot of TV, man. That's a lot of TV. And uh, part of me almost wishes like they'd just stick to two series and just work on those for long form. Mm-hmm. You know, long form. Don't make us you know. miss it again. Mm. Whereas the films, I miss the films. I really, really, really miss the films. I really I do. It. I miss the
1: buzz. Like you say, I love going to c- the cinema anyway. You know that, but nothing beats opening night of a of a star Wars, whether you know this this show was built on you know the sequel trilogy and you know the buzz built up around that it gave us somewhere an outlet to discuss those films and solo as well there's something about talking about the possibilities you know dreaming about it getting those trailers uh, poster the casting announcement and then all of that fades away when you sit in the chair the lights go down in the old days a long time ago in a, far, a galaxy far, far away, The Crawl and the opening fanfare. Yeah. And what are we going to get next time? Are we going to get anything like that? Are we going to have new music? It's mm.
0: it's exciting
1: to think about. It's just frustrating that we don't have the answers. And I think that's my biggest bugbear of all this. There, there are four projects announced, yep. total in six films, including yep. the trilogy. Two reported but we just don't know anything about any of them. We don't know a release date. We've got nothing to get excited about. The streaming series are boss. I love the streaming series. All of them, even a the book of Boba Fett, all of them because it ties yep. us over. It gives us something to talk about, but give me that big screen yes. atmosphere again, mate. There's something like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Fabulous. Would it have been better with a bigger budget on the big screen? Uh, y- y- yes, it would have been. Just visually, it would have been even more spectacular.
0: That third and- anthology film, man. That third. So you got that anthology trilogy. Imagine that. Dude, still bugs exactly. me there's two. Solo and Rogue One, a Star <laughs> Wars story. Exactly. You know, two, a duad.
1: We'll find out more about these soon, hopefully. But the state of Star Wars at the cinema at the minute is, you know, it's it's as low as it's been since the dark eras of the 90s and the late 80s when there was no star wars i think and that might sound like an overreaction to some people because you know we've just spoken about the films that are announced but some of them are five years old some of them are nearly three years old and we don't know a thing about them so you know color me pessimistic but i am frustrated and i am slightly worried and concerned about some of these productions because i'm a fan because I'm not going to go online and start screaming and shouting about it, but I want. it in the cinema. You care. That's because you I, care. Care. I want it in the cinema again, mate. I want to see these big films, new characters, new uh, events and things, and new heroes and villains in the cinema, mate. Because that's where the magic is, and we'll get there. But I just, who knows when, mate?
0: Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I'm I'm excited for the future, though, mate. You know, I'm still excited for the future. I think it's important. I think you know, films are the concrete core in a skyscraper of the star wars franchise of the star wars ip and we need them you know we can't just not have films we can't just rely on disney plus streaming series and uh, and they know that what is good mate is that we do know things are underway you know um Mm -hmm. yeah we know from again from what we've heard from what we've heard they are filming a star wars film April next year in London, which is probably the Taika film. Probably. so, yeah. We, who we, knows Again, anymore. that's that's not a confirmation. There's been even some articles coming out saying mystery Star Wars project filming next year, bloody, bloody, blah. blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, there's quite a few people that are like, no, it's the tiger film for deaths. For deaths, it's the Taika film. Let's see. Let's wait and see. And hopefully we get some new mythology, some new mythology And I'd love it to be Star Wars title, episode oh. one or something, you know, or like chat part oh. one, you know, like something like that. Oh my word. I'm ready for it, mate. You know, I'm ready for it. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm.
1: Hi, this is Max Lloyd-Jones from The Mandalorian and Lieutenant Reed and Boba Fett. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Oh, mate, cinemas nowadays, they sell uh, soft drinks, popcorn and booze in some of them. And thankfully, we've pulled the Essex Falcon outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. Looky boy, the only question that does remain still is, shall we? let's do it uh, yeah.
2: can i offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative A libation.
0: can i persuade you to join us for a drink
2: Anthony, give me the spiciest
1: drink you've got pour me another part, and sling where are you going master for a drink yes here we go in the bantina once again for those who are new to the show or the oldies we sit down each week with the greatest listeners in the galaxy which is of course you guys and we have a couple of keff beers and we get your thoughts on our main discussion and this week we asked for your thoughts on the current state of star wars in the cinemas and also what of these products projects are you looking forward
0: to yeah, we got some wicked answers, mate. To kick us off, are oh, some cheeky comments from Instagram. We got the King of Wales. He's already been mentioned Whoa. this show. Uh, Tika and Ryan is what he's looking forward to. Alex Jessup, watch out—he might punch an elderly person in the your room. family. He says, "Well, if Tika is successful and manages to land Natalie Portman in a Star Wars film, just imagine that." Yeah. jokes uh, aside uh that's what intrigues me the most uh dan cramphorn over from joker squad said if ryan johnson gets another film i'll laugh my head off not a fan uh aaron Konza says can't wait for ryan johnson's trilogy so we got a little bit led. of a juxtaposition there and uh final comment from instagram is eve our boy he says i don't think that most of them are gonna happen I'm definitely most excited about Rogue Squadron out of those after the humor in The Last Jedi that felt very off to me. I'm not too excited about Tyker's movie, to be honest. I think he's funny and cool and all. I'm just not sure his humor translates into Star Wars. Fresh take and all, I just know some MCU people who really didn't like his over-the-top Thor style. And that's the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes on to talk about like the MCU fans being different to the Star Wars fans and so on and so forth but you get the idea he ends with this he ends with this um, this safe bet corporate formula formula doesn't work with Star Wars George Lucas always yeah. took risks that's very true very very oh maverick yeah that's very very true so we got a mix of opinions there like a real real mix and a lot of those comments guys we, like I encourage you go check out those comments on instagram or twitter because they're long you know people have sincere thoughts about this and it's really interesting to see where you guys are with this so matty boy what about twitter mate uh, moving on to the
1: the blue bird and a bit of the old Facebook too uh, my man oh. Anders Holmes said Ryan Johnson's new trilogy and Rogue Squadron are the ones I'm excitedly intrigued by and look forward to hearing more development news about them Tyker's film I'm kind of curious about just mainly to see what he does about it uh, the Max Rebo experience said well there is no state right now when it comes to Star Wars in the cinema which is sad I'm excited for Rogue Squadron but Rogue Squadron won't happen I would like it to be Michael Stackpole's Ro- Rogue Squadron mm-hmm. obviously the mm-hmm. series of Legends book which are Michael Stackpole's being called upon for a lot of uh, Easter eggs recently and uh, Julian Kritinsky said I'm looking forward to see what Tyker does with Star Wars I was looking forward to Rogue Squadron and I hope that something will happen with that uh, and then moving over to Facebook uh, our boy Jamie Richards what a what an artist what a king we met met him finally at LFCC we love a Don. Him. Loves, a, loves a curry loves a Loves an ass story as well. He said, He's my Star Wars dad. <laughs> He's our daddy. He said, uh, keep Damon Lindelof away from Star Wars, far, far away. Send him to an island or something. And then uh, finally, the tank, the, the king of Kansas, the Kansas chief, if you will, said, he uh, just wants some real information. Everything keeps changing and getting pushed back. The mouse house needs to lock in something down and move forward. I'm all for development and planning, but mm. they have a lot of people who get to do that for full time jobs. Shouldn't be this difficult. So, like I <sighs> say, mate, there's there's people who are excited for Tiker for Orion stuff, specifically a few mentions of Rogue there. Mm. But there's also a few people who are getting a little bit antsy and saying, I just want to know what's going on. And it's not even entitlement. It's not, you know, oh, I need to know what's happening. Tell me, tell me. But there's so much, so many things have been announced a little bit of information would be nice and i, I kind of do wish lucasfilm would drop some of the secrecy a little bit i know it doesn't always help when they announce things and have to cancel it but you know, a little you know trip feed a bit of uh, information just to give us some confidence mate but another I'll great say, selection
0: of comments as usual eh? i'm looking forward to d23 it's spot on and i'm looking forward to star wars celebration london <laughs> i do reasons. i do think we're going to get a lot more clarity on the state of star wars films i think so and cinema I think so. That's, you know i do think that's going to happen and that's but, april yeah, isn't it that's april next year you know and and in the grand scheme of things that's not far away but that's enough time for lucasfilm to get their 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 ducks in a row and let's not forget Let's not forget, you know, it's been a really hard time the last few years for Absolutely, Hollywood, yeah. for, for, for production. You know, for the safe bet has been the streaming series, you know. Yes. So that's kind of been the crutch. And I'd, I'm one of those people that I don't, I don't think that we would have got as many streaming series as we did if it weren't for COVID. And that kind would of like reaction, been? that reaction to the change in cinema, you know. But we're now back at the cinema and films yes. running a billion dollars you know you've mentioned it matty Boy. films running a billion dollars again so you can bet your bottom dollar or whatever currency you use <laughs> yeah. they're looking at that and going right we need to we need to sort ourselves out we need to sort them so, the, ourselves out so watch this space guys uh matty boy great comments this week
1: as usual the mouse house loves a dollar as well when a celebration april Something's filming in London in April. Just saying, maybe there'll be oh, some on of good point. Good Maybe there'll point. be a behind the scenes uh, video mm. of the, whoever's directing mm. it. So, who knows, mate? You maybe you are hit the money uh, on the head there. That's not the right thing. Hit the. Whatever, Narrow hit, the, hit the mouse on the head. That's hit the it. Yeah. The head. Hit the money on the head. The money.
0: Hit that little mouse Where's on the head
1: Where's the queen on my twenty pound note? Bang, yeah. bang, bash, <laughs> bash, bash, bash. Give the queen a bashing. Um, but yeah, stunning <laughs> comments as per usual, guys across all of the <laughs> socials. Do keep them coming in. Like Gluky Boy said, if you haven't. Uh, checked out the other comments. Do go and look at them. There's so many great comments which are yeah. long, and we encourage you to send them as long as you want because we enjoy reading them. In, and we know a lot of followers enjoy them as well. So do keep sending them in. If you didn't hear yourself on the Bantina this week, don't be discouraged. Keep on sending them in. We'll do everything we can to get you on a future edition of the Bantina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast.
0: Best podcast. Best podcast. Matty boy is waving a pink gummy rainbow teddy bear thing at it's the a care Bear. What is that? It's a care bear. That's it. I knew what it Deep down, I knew what it was. Why and why? Why did well, you- it's not mine. I mean, hey, I, I, look, I don't oh, mind yeah. a Care
1: Bear. It's, uh, it's Olivia's Care Bear, but it was in arm's reach of where I'm sitting now. So whenever I hear the Dandalorians spitting their rhythms, it always makes me want to get up and dance. Yes. And the the closest thing I had to me was, wasn't was Luke guy, sadly, it
0: was a Care Bear. So Care Bear joined well, in the dance. Care Bear watches you <laughs> at night, oh, he watches your every move, and reports it back to... China slightly a Lee right? Okay, spiciest part of the Patreon Ooh. question section. Uh, Sean Hudson has got a meaty one for us. It goes, Hello there, I love the weekly recaps on the shows as they come out and the episode scores along with them. I'd like you to score the nine theatrical movies out of 10 on production cinematography writing script editing acting overall score i realize (laughs) this is a disgusting question but i look forward to hearing your thoughts and ultimately seeing how obviously the last jedi will come out on top (laughs) uh well shawny boy to start off we did a rankings episode with that in it and also mate nine films ranking all that stuff that's going to take a while um but I, I i'll meet you in the middle and we can do an awesome. overall score for each film how about that if we if we if we quick fire those cuz that's a that's a big conversation for that and let's go with gut what do you think I, mate boy i think what we can do for that question i think for the remaining um
1: uh, options he gave us We'll, we'll we'll write it. We'll we'll give you a score and we'll put it in the page. We'll put it on the Patreon page for you. to Oh, see. okay, yeah, all I right. Think that's, and then for and for now, we will give our overall score. And then we'll just chuck them a couple of numbers uh, in the next few days or something. So
0: because this is, is real similar to to, to to the rankings, right? This is really yes, similar to so the rankings episode, like yeah. That,
1: yeah. So, um, do you want to do it? Should we? Should we? Should we um, should we, should we just say the title Ten. and give our score?
0: Yeah, yeah, let's do that. What, are we starting with, are we doing chronological and one to go nine? One to nine, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace, Matty Boy, um, out of 10. I'll give it a uh, seven out of 10. Oh, nice. I'll probably give it a six and a half out of 10.
1: Okay, um, Attack of the Clones, <laughs> six out of 10. Oh, I've gone for six as well. Straight down, straight down the
0: same there i love this stuff by the way yeah so when it's when it's a star wars six out of ten it's more like an ad ten in the real world um yeah matty boy um sith revenge of the sith episode three uh, i've
1: gone for a meaty eight out of ten
0: yeah eight and a half out of ten for me Ooh. Uh, a new hope eight and a half out of 10. Ooh, oh i've gone for eight as well empire strikes back
1: Nine out of ten.
0: Nine out of ten for me as well. Again, oh, I'm, going go. Gat. I'm going for gut. I'm going for gut. I'm going for gut. Return of the Jedi. Oh, man, uh, what are you going for, mate? Ten out of ten. <laughs> oh, he loves it. Feel good. Feel feel of good that <laughs> moment. It's probably a nine and a half out of ten, but screw it. Let's do <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a naughty eight out of ten. <laughs> nice. Uh, right. Force Awakens. <sighs> Force, of, Force Awakens is a big dirty 9 out of 10. Yeah, same 9 out of I love 10,
1: love it, man. Yeah, I might be nine blinded out of 10. by nostalgia and all that good stuff, but who cares? Gut feeling. 9 um, out of
0: 10, 9 out of 10. Here we go though, mate? The Last Jedi. 7 out
1: of 10. Oh, boy won't be happy at that. I've gone for
0: I've gone for an 8 out of 10. Oh, okay. Uh The Rise of Skywalker episode 9. <laughs> 10 no huh? no of course not um i'm gonna give it a 6 out of 10 i'm gonna give it a 5 out of 10 i uh, know okay i'll give it a 6 i'll give it a 6 out of 10 i'll give it a mm-hmm. 6 out of 10 a
1: six. yeah so mine's on par with the rise of with attack of the clones Sorry. yeah
0: yeah um we'll,
1: we'll we'll give a score for cinematography script editing and acting on patreon i'll take a few minutes so we'll put that one on there otherwise this question would go on for possibly 22 ten minutes episodes, yeah yeah <laughs> at least an episode but it's a good question though it is a good question and for those listening let us know how you'd break down your scores for all nine of the saga films as well so i've gone empire number one you've gone
0: jedi return, jedi. return of the jedi jedi yeah 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 10 out of 10 mate 10 out of 10 it's a 10 out of 10 can't help he it wasn't. can you can't help it so there we go yeah good good question there shawnee boy uh, have we got any others mate boy oh we do we have one
1: more for this week my friend and it comes from that guy who said might punch an elderly member of the family <laughs> alex Jessup, the man who puts the king in woken he sent us in a little voice message mate and it sounds a little something like this
0: hello hi matt and luke it's alex here so this uh, month's patreon question for myself is this there's an episode of Clone Wars where we get to see the Jedi um, getting their... Uh, the young Jedi getting their kyber crystals uh, making lightsabers. Um, there's another episode where Obi-Wan um, uses Asylum's Ventress' red lightsaber. Um, I just wondered, is there anything that says in canon that Sith can or can't use red and green lightsabers? Or jedi can can't use red lightsabers um i just wondered if that's a thing or not anyway um look forward to the answer goodbye <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: the grand in- what a perfect way Ooh. to use old grand inquisitor himself. I love hello hello <laughs> good goodbye um oh man i that's one thing i love about kenobi is rupert friend and how memeable uh, out of nowhere the grand inquisitor has become uh oh, no. May has asked a question is there anywhere in canon that says that the Jedi and Sith can't you can't use certain coloured lightsabers? And also, just canon aside, do you think that you, do you think you'd like to see a Jedi using a red lightsaber one day, something a bit different, or a Sith using a purple one or a green one?
0: Well, it's one of those ones where, like, I'm sure there's an explanation for it somewhere, but it's almost like. I prefer that there's not an explanation in the films, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather have the mystery around it. For me, the, the the obvious one is that, Alex, and again, this is just me speculating here. I'm sure there is a canonical answer that Matty Boy will probably answer here. But um, <laughs> for me, it's probably that it's religious. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just religious. Um, one is the Jedi religion, one's the Sith religion, and one has this is- colour, one has that colour. It just is and that's the way it is i don't think that there's any sort of laws or 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 or, um things written down maybe i don't know um it's worth noting that i i because i don't think there's like a curse or anything like that because it's worth noting that vader um holds and examines luke's lightsaber in the feel-good film of the year every year return of the jedi (laughs) i'm pretty sure he ignites it actually ignites luke's lightsaber so it's not like when a sith touches a green lightsaber oh like that's it he just (laughs) dissolving yeah you know it's not it's not harry potter guys you know it's (laughs) it's uh, it's different different to that. Potter! Potter! Um, So that's what I think. That's what I think. I I think it could be cool, but generally it's 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 that kind of good versus bad isn't it yeah. and i think the lightsabers are very much representative of that it could be confusing particularly for kids if they're seeing mm-hmm. a goodie user red lightsaber maybe if a goodie was using like a green with a red and they just like took the red from a sith or from a, a dark side user and were using it i don't know that could be cool um general grievous obviously used jedi yeah. lightsabers to do bad so although he wasn't a sith so there's that may boy rescue us from the depths of speculation what you saying mate
1: mate well um, the uh, is there anything in canon not really no there is that thing that was in the ahsoka novel which has kind of been taken and run with that the sith bleed a lightsaber to make it red and i quite just i quite like the idea that they just go to another Moraband, and that's where the red crystals are the Jedi used to go to Ilum and I know the Sith would go to Korriban, Moraban. I quite preferred that idea that they didn't have to bleed them, they didn't have to imbue them with that naughty power. I just like the idea that if they want a red one, they've got to go to the Sith home yes. world. You know, yeah. I much prefer that. It's it's easier, it's less the
0: bleeding thing is, and it's,
1: I. That's something that and you know me, I love my canon bit, uh, and I I hold it dear in terms of this story. If, it, if, it's, if that's the story, then that's what we go with. And I don't really like it when they come, come, come in and change things willy-nilly, but that is something which, if they did change, I'd be like, actually, to you know what, that's a, that, that's a good change. And they, I'm sure they could make it work and be like, oh, only some of them bleed them, but most of them just find them. So there's nothing hard and fast, necessarily, that says they have to, because, uh, like you said, Obi-Wan used a side ventress. At the end of the Clone Wars, Vader ignites Ahsoka's, and he's got the lightsaber Ah, standing in that's right like Mm -hmm. you say he doesn't dissolve Mm -hmm. then i i just i think it's simple as well i think you know back when george uh started this blue lightsaber good red lightsaber bad i think that was it and i know you could point to the blasters and their their inverted colors but i just think that you know the bad guys have the red lightsabers because it's menacing and dark and it's got uh, negative connotations to it And I'd be quite happy for it to stay like that forever, mate. I I, I want us to move away from certain Star Wars um, conventions and and tropes and cliches and not be always so beholden to what George did. But there are some things which I think, you know, the good guys have green, blue, yellow, uh, purple, maybe white, and the bad guys, they just have red. No, they don't. Yep. They don't. They don't have time to choose a color. They're just bad. They, you know, they got red. They are stuck with it, and their yep. anger comes from. Oh, oh, I really wanted a yellow lightsaber, but <laughs> they can't have one because they're a bad guy.
0: Who so, doesn't uh, want a yellow lightsaber, though? I mean, Come mate, on, mate.
1: Ray wanted it. Uh, so yeah, Ray I think I don't it. think there's really any hard <laughs> and fast rules. I think it just it just works that way. It's better that way, and I think it should stay that way, mate. Quite Ray similar, loves you know, it. Ray loves so, a yellow lightsaber. So, gets rose. But yeah, I think it should stay like that, mate. It's... <laughs> It is what it is. It doesn't need to be anything deeper like that. Like you said, mate, just have some mystery
0: around it. Just let it be what it is. Alex, you got to stop tying up at family events and punching the elderly, mate. You <laughs> need to calm down. Yeah. You need to calm yes. down and stop like knocking out these old people, man. People are, st- people are going to start thinking you're weird. <laughs> and he's not so, easy. He? No, he's lovely. He's a, he's a beaut. So, alright that ties up that then I think so thank <laughs> you for your Patreon questions Sean and Alex you woe kings oh you feel till next week till next week if you want to get involved in the Patreon stuff patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions $2 a month sign up mate it's great it's, we're on there it's great we love it everyone let us
1: know your number ratings for all of the criteria that Shunny Boo gave us and red lightsaber green lightsaber who talks first i talk first you talk first let us know what you think about the whole jedi sith and their crystal colors but we're going to be back again in the bantina for some more patreon questions next week and bartender sorry about the mess but again we're coming back here next week to terrorize you all for another stint in the bantina
0: It's the Star Wars Sessions game! Oh, just missed that. Matey boy's putting on a helmet. He's putting on a helmet in you, he, mate. Sith Trooper, you naughty boy. Red Sith. Red Sith. Oh, I got you. Sith Trooper. Troopers oh, loyal to the Sith. But look yeah, cool, they, let's face they, it. They look good, but
1: stormtroopers, aren't they?
0: <laughs> yep. Yep, there we go. Right, okay. Every week at the end of the episode, we celebrate the end of an episode with a cheeky game. This week it is my turn to host Mayboy. Are you ready for your game? I am ready to rumble, my man. Okay, my man. We're gonna I'm gonna give you a few letters, okay? And I'm gonna give you <laughs> ten seconds. Ten seconds with each letter to name as many Star Wars things that begin with that letter as f- possible. Okay? It sounds are so you- simple. It's uh, it's so simple. And I hope you're ready, Matty Boy. Uh-oh. This could be any of the letters. Any of the letters. Uh, <laughs> this is such okay. a cool idea. I yeah. think we should jump in, right? Are, are you ready? Are you sure you're ready? Let me put these glasses on to look cool. Because yep. I'm the Ooh. I'm the game master. What um, a beefcake. I'm the matrix.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you but, be the I'm going to have a swig but, of lemonade to take you. What I've just seen. My missus just left these on the, um, on the, uh, table on the recording desk. So I was like, go on then let's get involved in this. No, no. Um, you good anyway. right. Yeah. Well, look, I'm game master, mate. You Call me Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> call me Morbius. Morbius. Oh, I've yes. just turned off my stopwatch. Hang on. Let me get my stopwatch up. Oh, man. Um, oh. right. Are you right? Okay. Stopwatch is ready. I've got my letters for you. Are you ready for the first letter? Should we play the music and start? Let's do it. Game Master, what's the first letter? That's a really good question. The first letter is, for Matt Hudson, H. Oh,
1: I can't think of anything that begins with H in Star Wars. Uh, hk 12 t- uh, yep. I think his name was.
0: um that's 10 seconds gone (laughs) hk47 (laughs) hk47 i think that's his name anyway i think it is it's a droid isn't it yeah yeah he's he's the one who calls everyone meatbags hk47 let's um double check Was that ak47 i'm thinking of hk47 is from flipping kotor mate it counts <laughs> they're bringing it counts back. I'm just I thought that was just so random I was like yeah that that checks out I'm sure i can't think of before. anything beginning of H even now I'm like what what begins of H Han Solo bruv oh, Han Solo <laughs> Hosnian oh, hut. Prime
1: Hut Hut oh man it's so easy when you're not up against the clock okay, I know was, I know that was a test that was a I'm test gonna point. reset That's I'm
0: funny. gonna reset the clock I'm gonna reset the <laughs> clock <laughs> your next letter my friend and as soon as I sat, I'm gonna start it Okay. A. Uh, Abednik, um, yep.
1: a bed neck. Um. Yeah. A wing. Yeah. Uh. uh oh no, It's gone. I
0: think. Two. Matty boy, come on. Andor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> or so easy.
0: Ahsoka. Older one.
1: Oh, it's was so there easy anymore.
0: for me. There I am, like with my Morbius <laughs> glasses on. It's so easy for us to judge Ahsoka. right now, man. Andor, they're right Ahsoka. there. Right? Are you playing along at home? If so, be. how are you doing? Tell me how, how much you better doing? you're doing than me. Not- not in the game, just generally. Just in <laughs> yeah. life, how are you doing? How are you? <laughs> right, so that, okay. That, I flunked that one. Okay. Right, you've got two. You've got the um, abdibnego or whatever they're oh, yeah. called. Abecido. The Seedal Aliens. That's, yeah. yeah, we know what we're talking and, about. And, a, and an A-wing. I mean, can... <laughs> what begins Which... with A? A-wing? <laughs> A-wing, I like it. Right, okay. Are you ready for the next one? Yep. So I'm going to say it, and then it starts, okay? Yep. Morbius is judging you. Your next letter, my boy, is N. N. Uh, nicked Santo. Um, right.
2: there
1: he's got to be a planet that begins with N. Done. You're
0: done. Um, You're done. Oh, yeah, there is it. theres a there has got. There's got to be a planet that begins with N. Naboo, mate. Naboo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think is that bearded goon in Return of the Ge- Everyone thinks it's Rex. Oh, that's this funny, is, man. This, this is, is great. This tragic. This right, is such let's a fun
0: cra- game, though. This, let's crack on. 10 seconds. Your next letter is S. Um, Shriv,
1: Sir Gav. Um, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, sequels. Um,. <laughs> Sequels. All right, you're done there, mate. Se- I'll give you sequels. I'll give you a pity point. What? That's two. What begins this? Uh, um, the Senate. Senate, Senate. Skywalker, that's Skywalker. Skywalker. Um, Cindula. No. Yep. Yeah. Solo. 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 Okay. Solo. So right. What
1: Senate. about what
0: this? What about this next one? I don't know if this is harsh or not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it is. Let's do it. Oh. Under <laughs> run. Um you right, Uh oh, punching. Uh, 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 nah, no. On stop that's it <laughs> nothing. Right. Next one. Next one. Morbius is going to give you L. L um L23 L0237 Lando
1: Calrissian <laughs> uh Logray um Lightsabers, uh, yeah. Luke
0: Skywalker. Oh, mate, that's not bad. You got like five then. Come on, man. That's not bad. Morbius gives you a thumbs up. Thanks, Morbius. Cool. Well done. I'm the Morbius, by the way. That's my. <laughs> this is great. This is, a lot this of fun. is tense. This right, is tense. And last, last but not least, it's a repeat prescription. It's O again. Go. Um. Oh. Oh. Um. Oh. oh. I'll give you O. Oh, yeah. Uh. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Stop. Stop. I oh, no. oh, I can't no. think of any oh, name no. name. Um. You got to oh, tell I'm, me something then. No, I'm. I'm spent, mate. I don't know what O would be. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. But fun fact. You've just spelled out Han Solo. <laughs> Did I manage to do. Oh, of course. H A N
1: S O L O.
0: So there that we go. Morbius gives you a smile. Morbius gives you a smile.
1: That's a beautiful smile. Hey, look, that Thanks, smile means mate. more to me than any prize or reward ever could do. Or knowledge Let's of Star Wars t- in a 10 second time frame.
0: Let's take a. Um, picture and put it on socials so people are nice and confused that's it mate but i take the glasses off good man he's hollywood tra he's press trained. i'll do a smile there we go done yeah mate people got- are gonna be like what's going on how we well do done it. mate very good very good um you did good audio you did pretty, good audio. You, you got pretty, you you did all right you got one on h one on n one on o and i gave you a pity O on the last O for saying o because oh because I'm, I'm sure, sure someone o. says oh in star wars so what? there we go that is, that's this week's game mate boy well done
1: one free Dickens. tower the guy who got shot in the bad batch great game mate i really in enjoyed shell. that i always say this but uh look ahead for the future edition of the jabba the hud game where you might be playing that same game and you can feel the pressure like i've just done but
0: good job mate Good job. Thank you very much, mate. That's very, very kind of you. I appreciate it. Um, No, we've got a way to end it. We've got, look, an Omwati. Of course. An Ongri. No. um, Autolan. Oswaft, Oswaft. (laughs) Waft. Oswaft. I what notes and that's it that's what's come up, apparently. there we go, guys. another week, another sessions in the bag episode one six nine yes so- you
1: are right you got it, my man, one six nine, and that is that then for this nice episode of Star Wars sessions, but the fun doesn't end there. Luke Bly. no one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker?
0: Uh, they can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, anywhere on social media, pretty much. You can search for us on Star Wars. <laughs> Just search Star Wars Sessions. We'll be there. Uh, drop us a voice note or a message to our email. Hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, if you want to support our show for nothing, you can do so by leaving us a five star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which does now include Spotify. Those five stars really does help the show grow. It mm. bumps us up. That algorithm gets new listeners in. Hey, and it's another way for us to hear from more of you guys
0: each and every week. Yes. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum. tell your dad. Tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell HK47. Very good, matey boy. Tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, the more the merrier, the castle spice spicier. Yeah.
1: Tell the guy who took my HK47 reference. Instead, go and tell Nick Santo, that guy. Yeah. This is the podcast that you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya. And from Luke.
0: May the force be with you. Always. Luke. Luke. Ah, t- Isn't it funny that it's HK forty seven? Do you think that's anything to do with an AK forty seven? I think it is. I got got mixed up with it. I thought I just change change the A for uh, a. Anyway, robot in it. Thanks for listening, lads. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Essex-based podcast heroes. It's about uh,
1: people called Andor,
2: of which I am one. What?